First Dates Gone Wrong by Rugged Fox. From the time I got my first serving gig at McDonald's as a pimply teenager, I have served over 99 billion first dates. Apart from my BA in English, which is still collecting dust, one could say that I'm a little bit of a postdoctoral fellow when it comes to awkward human encounters. In my time turning tables, with only a keen sense of intuition and drink tray, I have managed to 1. Bring back seemingly hapless dates from the brink of collapse, 2. Save countless damsels and bachelors in distress, and 3. Sabotage any romantic pairing in which I deem the couple too good-looking to ever deserve happiness and or everlasting love. While it's true that I am somewhat of a scholar when it comes to first dates, like any other academic, I am also inept when it comes to real life and actually being on one. Discounting the total number of times I have found myself on a date without even realizing it, 6. My overall track record has been, well, humiliating. Case in point. Winter, 1999. I was in grade 9 when my first date with Shannon was ruined after I kept coming up with excuses to go upstairs, where attractive older brother Jason could be found. Fast forward to spring, 2007. I was fresh out of the closet in 22 when my first date with Frederick Davenport, the man who would later take my virginity to a Britney Spears album, was soured when I threw it before dinner. Now that I am 32 and living in the Fox Den, I can't say I've done much better. If it's okay by you, I would like to share with you the story of my first date with Gustav. The story of my first date with Gustav. The season was spring and the year was 2016 when I first met Gustav on Grinder. At the time, I was living in a basement in East Vancouver and one ball of red wine in when I logged onto the gay hookup app. 60% vulnerable, 25% hungry, and 15% up way past my bedtime, I found myself interested in any man that replied. Even though I rarely hosted while taking up residence underground, most nights, I still logged on to feel like there was someone out there. You are the most handsomest man I have ever seen in my entire life, arrived a message to my inbox. That is very kind of you, I replied. I am Gustav. My name is Rugged. Expanding his profile, I was pleased to see the face and upper body of a lean French man in his early 20s. Within moments, my phone lit up with a plethora of compliments that I could not accept fast enough. Opening up the cap on another ball of red wine, we chatted long enough for me to learn that Gustav had a delightfully hairy chest, penchant for taking selfies wearing ball caps, and his favorite channel was the Weather Network. Deeming these all suitable qualities to meet in person, I agreed to meet him for coffee the next day. It was approximately 3.57pm the following afternoon when I found myself taking a seat at the Starbucks on Marine Drive. It had been years since I had been on a date with another man, and I found myself more excited than usual. Checking for dry skin on my forehead, I sucked in my stomach and sat up straight before taking a sip of peppermint tea. I was going to order my usual dark roast, but I was afraid my hopes would get so high they would float right out the window. Ten minutes later, I received a, te a text message asking if we can move our date to the A&W across the street. Alright, now I'm going to stop here for a hot second. Before we move forward to my response, I must disclose to you my Achilles heel of first dates. Extreme tunnel vision. If I want to see green, I will look past every red flag that gets in the way. As much as I love a good papa burger, I texted back, I just sat down with a tea. As I waited for his reply, I ignored the alarm in the back of my head that kept sounding abort, 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 and then I received another message. There is a monster behind you, it read. Twisting my head back, I practically fell out of my seat when I laid eyes on the man standing behind me. Not quite a Quasimodo, but by no means a Prince Eric, one thing was clear, and that was that each photo he had sent me was unacceptably out of date. The man on my Samsung was 10 years younger, 40 pounds later, and wore ripped denim jeans instead of torn sweatpants. The only part of him that I did recognize was his ball cap, which apparently never disappointed. 
I debated running, but was paralyzed by a state of shock. Unable to stand up to greet him, he knelt down, gave me a gigantic bear hug in my seat, and then sat down across from me. Now, to describe his behavior as animated in the seconds that followed would be a drastic understatement. He was frenetic. Fidgeting furiously in his seat, I had to rescue my tea after his knees almost bounced out from under the table. Trying to calm his nerves, I started a casual conversation about the weather. As it happened, our coffee date only lasted 12 minutes. It took me that long to discover that his struggle with mental health was greater than I first thought, his coming out story was heartbreaking, and the pressure of us sitting across from each other at a table in a coffee shop was too much for him to handle. When I suggested that we retreat outside to get some fresh air, he practically sprinted for the door. Following behind him, I remembered a message that he'd sent me the night before that I had mentally moved to the trash bin. Please, whatever you do, do not be scared of me. As I walked outside, I had no clue what to do next. A large part of me really felt for this guy. He was not a jerk, but he was also not the man he presented himself to be. While I acknowledged that yes, he had catfished me, I also recognized that, truthfully, I would cat catfished myself even more. Because in less than 24 hours, I had managed to build this guy up so high that regardless of who showed up, they would never be the person I was expecting. Gustav, I began talking, trusting that words would just naturally follow suit. Did you know that I saw a fortune teller this morning? He interjected. No, I did not, I said. I had no idea where this was going, but I was unsure I wanted to find out. Do you know what she said to me? No. What? I hesitated. She said that I was going to have sex with a cute redhead in the very near future. Abort. 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 Taking one step back, I decided that now was officially the time to leave. You know what, man? I retreated. It was nice to meet you, but I think it's time for me to go. I thought we could go for a bite at A&W, Gustav said. Nope. I'm good. Really. But don't let me stop you. Thirty minutes later, on opposite sides of the city, he was sitting in front of a team burger, and I was cracking open a ball of rosé. The end.